Hello and ho hello, welcome back to the Flux Campaign. I am Dom, who after spending I don't know how many episodes in Absentia, have returned to DM and maybe kill some people. Alright, I think it's, uh, I have absolutely no idea what's going on, I've just got back, and, um, well, let's start with introductions, because I've completely forgotten everybody's names. Hi, I'm Sarah, I play Isabel, Kyle, Flick, and Axel. Axel, Kyle, Isabel. I play a bunch of characters, a bunch of crazies wrapped into one body. She Trump? <laughs> I have <clearly> <laughs> <out>. <laughs> I, I'm Tony, I play Puck, uh, I am a changeling, and I am whoever I want to be. This is Charlie, I play Bardus, the Goliath Barbarian, Cuddle Master, and we who are about to die salute you. Wow, that, this, is, this is a dark intro already. Um, Eric and I play Lokar, the Tortle Paladin Warlock, and uh, yeah, I don't want to have to make a third character, but yeah, this is dark. Give me a minute. This is Steve playing Thaeus, the Inquisitive Rogue, and if I were a bard tonight, my theme song would be, ha, 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 staying alive, staying alive. <laughs> I, I would just like to say to our listeners, there was a talk we had this week. Where when Dom said that he was going to DM, he said, are you attached to your characters? Now we are all terrified. That is how you DM properly. <laughs> I'm just going to shout Booyakasha as much as possible. And That's the worst control. possible thing you could do. <laughs> just make sure there are no snakes. Now roll the boop. Um, the record for character kills is one. So if you're going to overshoot that tonight... I'm, I'm not going to try. It's going to be all depending on your decisions. I will let you all be your own doom. Except for one point where I'm, where I'm going to be the doom. Well, then we're all screwed. There you go. I'm going to sing the doom song. It's like the Final <laughs> Fantasy games where they cast doom and you see the little countdown above their head. I feel like I'm already at nine. Seven. Anyway. Uh, let's see. I want to roll an intimidation boop. We haven't done anything yet. Like, I feel like I need to intimidate Dom a little bit <laughs> to not okay. kill my character. I'm not going to kill your character. The dice is. I'm just an arbiter here. So we just get hit by a random dice that just like caves our skulls in. Hey, if uh, hey, if a giant D4 fell on you, you'd you'd feel it. Is this Final Destination D and D edition? Yeah, that's one hell of a Keltrop. Yeah. No, 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 no. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Walk it off. Walk it off. Okay, let me roll Rub my Rub some dirt on it. Well, I mean, on the stub, yeah. How's it go? If you get hurt, hurt them back. If you die, walk it off. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, the beginning of uh, Avengers or uh, Age of Ultron or whatever, or when they start yeah. that fight. Yeah. Yeah. Another reason to get sued by Disney. Yeah! Woot! All right, so, okay. Uh, I think I'll model my knife after Gur. Quick question. Where are you all guys all right now? Uh, DM, where are we? In the ether? I don't know. Good question. At the okay. library bar drinking? Cause that's... Wrong, you're in the ether. Did where did we leave off? off did we uh, Did we leave off at... We just we... come back from... Yeah, You're we back just in back. Flux. Yeah, yeah, you guys came back from... And there's a vampire baby somewhere. There is. There is a vampire <laughs> child running around Flux. Whoops. Oh, yeah, I 
forgot about that. Um, okay. and, I, and I think I already turned in my necklace to Tim the Enchanter to see if he could tie us to that realm through the necklace. If we're going to do things really quickly before we pick up, I would also like to see if we could pick up health potions from the alchemist or Tim. <laughs> let's, all right, let's all prepare for death. There might be a few different potions you might want to get, but I won't say anything. It, 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 to be fair, it's not because just because of what Dom says. It's because of how harshly we how harshly we got hit when we were in the cathedral. And also, oh, have a cleric. Um, and and so in that case, is it like the Matrix? Can we just get like a whole multitude of potions and just be like, all right, we need underwater breathing, we need fire protection, uh, we need. Right. I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say this is all you can guys can do all this stuff before you're inevitably pulled into the ether, and we make the Chrono Trigger slash Link to the Past uh, teleportation noise. Okay, it's not the same noise. I know. I, I that's why I said slash, not. It's a combination. Do beers do beers count as health potions to Bardis? He's not a dwarf. Oh, I mean Goliath—they're roughly the same, just height difference. Yeah, it's like everything's like the same about them, except like their physiology, their and intelligence. Maybe they're pretty much everything. Their culture about them. Growing hair. I just. Yeah, I kind of just. All right, so Mr. Dom, sir, yes, DM sir. for the night. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, just just let me know how many health potions I can pick up, and I'll distribute them amongst the party. Um, can't you just open a bag of holding and take all the potions? We don't know he has that. It's also not a bag of holding; it's a Heward's heavy hand handy haversack. I'll have her your sack anyway. Nine. Nine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I like how there was no uh, comma there. It was, I'll have your sack nine. There's no pausing here. I'm gonna have. Fun. I'm actually. I'm actually enjoying because this is actually a bit more planned than I've had. Uh, I've had so before. there's five of us. So I'll make sure to give everyone at least one. I will give. So that's five. There's four left. I will give an additional one each to Lokar and Barter since they're usually frontliners. So that leaves two left over. I will keep an extra for myself, and I'll give one to Puck. Okay. I was going to say, technically, I can lay on hands myself. So if we oh. want to give it to Izaflixa, uh, oh that's fine. Because, like, I, I I, mean, yeah. I, I felt can very fucked out. That, that, is, that is totally your call. I gave everyone at least one potion, except for Bardis, Puck, Lokar, and myself. I gave two. Okay, so I okay, I will just role play through this, and as soon as you hand me two potions, and I look and I see that everybody else has gotten two except for Isaflixel, um, I'm just gonna walk over and be like, uh, I, I depending on your personality, I feel like you could use this more than me, and I hand her the other potion you gave me. Take it and glare at Theos. Hey, you're usually in the back line. I figured you would only need one. Depends on her eye color. Well, it yeah. changes based on when we get there, so who knows? I'm excited to see if they turn silver today. Well, be careful which one you piss off there, Theus. I feel like no matter which what one's I do, there you'd be, now, you'd be pissed off anyway. So you know what? It's still Axel. <laughs> I, I want to walk by Theus and just kind of whisper, be like, maybe you should put on some clown makeup. 
All right. Is this is this all the prep that you guys want to do? I like how Dom really has no idea what we're talking about. Wait, hold on. I still have this Ring of the Ram that uh, I'm not using. Oh, shit. Somebody... I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> take this Ring of the Ram. because Take this ring and think of me when you ram people. Wait, hold on. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, uh, just a quick disclaimer. Uh, if we get to a certain part of the story in my campaign, there will there will be a language warning. Wait, what? Isn't like no no swearing? No, there, like, like there will be. I forgot that uh, there will be uh, swearing. Dom will be cussing up a storm. Mm. How did you plan swear words? Well, I'm just. It's. Uh, I, I know people have said they kind of want to like this open to you know everyone, but I want to warn people just so they know ahead of time. You know, so we don't have an explicit tag, so just be careful and self bleep. Um. There's gonna have to be some self bleep. I don't know how to self bleep. Ah, screw it. Just let the editor bleep it out, it and I will bleep it. Oh, cool. I right. then. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not gonna be restrained at all. It's just gonna be oh, like God. a total. It's gonna be a whole like three minutes of beep 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 beep. My D and D notes yeah. just became timestamps of when I need to bleep things. <laughs> <laughs> Well, only if we get to it's the certain part, but either way. <clears throat> All right. Have you done have you guys done your prep? Um I still need to add Ring of Ram to my character, but I'll do that yeah, while I'm not getting down on one knee or anything to give this to Frankly, you. Frankly, I wouldn't be like on the move prepping because this is what we we just have no foresight of whatever's going on. And frankly, I haven't prepped all right. at all anyway. Although I do. All right. So yeah, I wasn't serious about doing. I do anything. go up to what's uh what's her what's the bartender's name and apologize for the lack of stool. I left that it on another Jamie. world. All right. As you apologize for your lack of stool, um, you suddenly feel uh the pull of being you know pulled away from flux and towards another world. Uh. Standard link to the past slash chrono trigger teleportation noise. And once again, you are on the reflective lake, though the sky, as you recall it, doesn't seem as calm anymore, mostly because of the literal cracks in it. There, It just seems like the sky is a glass pane and now there's actual visible cracks. And the water is no longer calm. It is uh, slightly waving like a gentle ripple, but it is no longer the stillness that it was before. And before anything else, uh, you hear a very loud striking sound, like stone on stone. Uh, anybody want to look around? Perception to see. Yeah. Well, it's it's not it's uh you get an it, idea which direction it's from. It it's behind you. Okay. Yeah, so I turn around. Yeah, and what you see there is uh, a pillar, the third pillar, the third tallest of them all, and what you see is uh basically with his hands pressed against it and his head against the pillar is uh Larigos. And what you see, where he's resting his head, 
the pillar shows visible signs of damage, uh, like a rupture, a crack, and it's so significant that it's actually that there's a crack that's going along the entire side of it, up, up its height. And basically, it looks like he's been slamming his head into the pillar. What the hell is with this guy? Uh, How far away? You're about 40 feet away from him. I'm just going to shout, you you okay? Uh, Slowly, he stands up, releases his hands from the wall turns around and looks at you. Uh, you notice that the crest that used to adorn the top of his, you know, bone-white helmet, uh, that's been damaged, and also his helmet shows, you know, uh, damage as well, cracks, and that's going along the side of it. It's still, you know, nothing's fallen off of it. It's not like, you know, there's a giant gaping hole, but you just see that the once, like, pristine, featureless white plate is just, damn it, just a line of fissures. I've been remembering things. He doesn't look fine. I say to the group. I don't volunteer to be that rock, though. Nope. Forgive me for being in such a state, but I've been remembering things, and now it's... We don't have as much time. We need to release... We need to release me so we can... And then you just see him clutch his head. Um, uh, suddenly his hand shoots out and uh, the spear, his uh, spear appears in his hand. Uh, without even looking, he points it behind him at the pillar to uh, you know, form another door. It uh, slides open and uh, he seems to convulse for a second. And uh, he finally composes himself after a little bit. He stands up straight and uh, looks at, at you all. Forgive me. Uh, there's just so much that ha- has happened since you were gone. Quickly. You'll need my help in there. I'll need to. And then before anybody can react, something from beneath the water just erupts. Uh, a giant geyser of water just like surrounds Laragos. and you guys are all knocked away from the pillar like i'm not even gonna have you roll stuff because it's just that that big of a force and uh by the time you all get back you're like you're like 100 feet back and Laragos is nowhere to be seen um, concerning to say the least oh no, we lost our guide Ow. I, for one, don't want to be out here. I mean, I love water, but not that fast. Uh, As you say that, you hear uh, another crack, and it actually sounds like it's coming from above you, and you see uh, the sky splintering more. And also, you start hearing a cacophony of, like, inhuman screams and roars. Maybe he's up there. I I suggest we we get in that door. I don't think that we want to face anything that could erupt through the sky or the floor. 
Yeah. Agreed. I'm I'm headed to the door already, and I have my hand on my sword ready to go. Mm-hmm. All right. How do you And start going that way too. Yeah. Yeah. Follow. Okay. Keep an eye on Kizzaflexel though. <laughs> Speaking of which, what color are her eyes? I'm offended. Was that you shaking a drink or dice? Drink the ice. Just shattering. Uh, you what, make. What color you make, are your eyes? Sorry, I'm chewing on said ice. No worry about that yet. <laughs> it's like before we go in, what color are your eyes? I just want to know how we're going to handle her if she's going to ride my back the whole time. She's going to be leading charge. Hey, she could. Have, whoa, for all we know, whoa, she could whoa. have a secret serial killer personality that's planning to kill you all. Yeah, that might be truer than you that's think. That's actually not far off. And John has been here. <laughs> all right, so I'm assuming you all make it into the door. You all make it into the elevator. All right, so as the last of you passes through the threshold, it uh, the doors slowly close behind you, and the uh, area lights up in the you know ambient light that uh, you've gotten accustomed to for this area, you know symbols and such. Um, before long, it seems to start by itself. Before long, you start feeling it uh, descend. You know, it goes on for a while, and then it kind of gets. Uh, shaky. Slow. It slowly starts to vibrate as you're going down, and then just it just feels like uh, the the elevator is pushing against something. And um, you don't need perceptions for, checks for this. Before long, you see uh, blood and like pink flesh just start oozing from uh, the floor as if. Uh, the elevator is scraping against skin on the wall. And the further down you go, the more and more of this comes out. And essentially, you're the elevator descending into some, uh, what feels like a fleshy, mucusy pit. This is oh. disgusting. This is very unpleasant. Why? All right, so um, uh, it's just roll for initiative. I'm terrified. No, it it uh, it smells terrible, and the elevator seems to slow, but it doesn't stop. Uh, more and more, the flesh covers the walls up until it finally does stop, and you just you just seem to be in a room that is the inside of some something living. Uh, the walls like visibly pulse, you, like blood is flowing through them. I don't think we should be in this elevator. Is there or have an gone up in button? It. Is there an up button? Not the one. Not one that you can see. Um, before uh, before long, you um, see, you can see a vague outline of light forming a door. And it slowly opens. It basically tears. It's it basically tears the skin as it opens, and you just see uh, the doors open, and they essentially tear open a hole 
with blood, sinew, and flesh just like pulling apart. And you see blackness beyond the door. I put my uh, finger I, to my nose. I, I'm going towards the door because I assume that's better than being in here. And this terrifies me. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah. I don't have anywhere else to go. Okay. Uh, as you go through Kill the door. It. Okay. Uh, what's the. You, you're going in first, Lokar, right? Yeah, I'll head in first. Okay, so as you go, it is lit up. I am ready for anything to come at me. All right, as you, yeah, as you go, uh, you still notice that there is still the ambient light of the area, but it's like stuck behind uh, this this wall, the the flesh that covers the walls. So you can still see, but it's essentially like it's without you know low light vision or dark vision. It's just like it's not easy. Uh I have 120 feet dark vision. Thank you very much. Okay, so you can see very well. Uh, what you do notice is that the floor is incredibly slick. It's, you're going through difficult terrain, so you're moving at half speed. Can I cut the floor and see if it opens up? Uh, you can try. Go ahead. Okay, so, just roll a regular attack against it? No, you, I'll, I'll just let you have it since it's literally the floor. Um, I rolled a 14 plus whatever you'd want, so... <laughs> All right, so I'm assuming you're just like stabbing it in. I was thinking more like slashing it, trying to like see if I can expose the tiles underneath it. Um, the flesh oozes and oozes, but and how deep of a gash do you want to make? I mean, my sword's made of light, as deep as I need to, I guess. Uh, you sink that sucker into the hilt, and you still can't feel solid ground beneath it. Uh, oh, there is a, there gross. is a there is a oozing gushing hole there now, but eventually it's it very but strangely after you pull your sword out it uh, fairly quickly coagulates. I, I think we're inside of something. I guess I don't know if anybody else is in the room with me. So they probably are. I'm, I'm imagining them. They're all like their heads popped around the edge of the door and it's like cheering you on. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right, so you're in a basically a five foot tunnel, so it's it's like single file. You guys can only go single file, all right? Line up, line up, everybody, line up, line up, everybody, line up. I call center of the group. All right, so as (laughs) okay, so um, you guys are moving forward. Did we lose Puck? Uh, no, I'm still here. Puck, get off my back. (laughs) <laughs> um. all right so guys are moving forward so as you move forward uh not the pulsing it becomes reminiscent of a heartbeat and you can hear like water dripping you know that ominous kind of like droplet dripping in the distance all right but you keep moving forward and eventually you're gonna go into a fairly large room say about 40 by 40 uh squarish though it's still absolutely brimming with flesh but what you notice is that there are pillars of flesh strewn randomly across the room some thin some uh thicker where basically connect this floor to the ceiling and these really are doing most of the pulsing as in as if they're veins and in the center is the largest of them all, with uh, what looks like a fleshy sphere in the middle of it. Spear or sphere? 
sphere, as in round. Okay. So, what y'all doing? What does this room smell like? Um, putrid blood, flesh, crap. Um, How's and that's and the, uh, there's oh, no crap. You don't see question. Do you want and, answers? And, uh, and then also that weird smell you always got when you were dissecting frogs in high school. It's the bodily gases. Mm. We're inside something. We have to be. We have to be inside something. That is a ammonia. Thing. Ammonia. Mm -hmm. All right. So of that was bothering Eric clearly. It totally <laughs> was. I spent a good thirty seconds trying to think of that word. I consult, <laughs> I consult my map. My crayon crew drawed uh, silly map and see what it might tell me about where we are. Does it say? Um, it's the crude crayon, like it's the DM, like, like crude crayon drawing of like the area. Just the draw a. A forty by forty squarish room, and just put a big old, uh, large size circle in the exact middle. We're in the hell mouth. So is the yeah. sphere like suspended by like? Uh, basically, like it's it, uh, the pillars that I described. It's essentially in the middle of one of them. It's like pillars. roots, on, it's it's roots on top, roots on bottom, kind of thing. I really want to cut this thing open. All right. Do you want to approach it? No, I wanted to say that out loud and see if anybody stops me. I'm going to say, let's make sure we've checked our exit strategy if necessary. And I kind of look around to see if there's any other doors. Um, off the bat, you notice that uh, on the exact opposite side of the room, there is, uh, I wouldn't say a door, but uh, looks like a fleshy tunnel leading further. All right, there's a fleshy Nothing. tunnel on the other side. Uh, do we want to move around and make that accessible in case we need to move forward and run away? Mm. Um, just a, one aside, I keep, I'm looking at my sword. I found out recently that my sword kind of glows and vibrates if there's danger near. Uh, so. That thing is that thing is essential. Uh, that thing you want to put away in your sheath because it's essentially glowing like nuts. Mm. That's not good. All right. Um. Let me see. Uh, I'm going to be meandering towards the orb. Like, sure. trying um, to hold back, not cutting this thing open so we can plan for it. But there's something about it that makes me want to cut it open. Uh, uh, there's something inside that. it. Like before spiders that, Lokar, or something. Uh, Lokar, one second. Lokar, roll me a wisdom save. Oh, that's fun. Oh, that's high. Hold on. Uh, that is a 19. Uh, no, sorry. That's a 21. Okay. Um, you just feel like a vibration in the back of your head, but it quickly passes. Okay. So you're approaching the sphere? Um, yes. I guess, was that trying to stop me from coming closer to it, or do I not know that? 
No, it just feels like it's just suddenly there's a weird vibrating pressure in the back of your head. Okay, so uh, you were approaching it. So once you get within 10 feet, the sphere splits open and reveals a giant yellow glowing uh, eye. But it's uh, the pupil is in the shape of an octopus eye. Shoot it. Shoot it. Yeah. No. No. I want... And it hones in on you. Um, everybody in the room can just, like, you don't know where it's coming from, but you can feel this strong, like, overpowering hunger. I cast blindness on the eye. All right. Uh, the eye. (laughs) All right. Uh, what's the DC for your, uh, um. 16 con. 16 con. Okay, give me two seconds. Where's my dice roller? There's one in D&D Beyond. Okay, so uh, the eye... Suddenly, you uh, lose that feeling of hunger, and suddenly the eye is, like, shooting... is, like, going all over the place. It's, like, trying to find something. Uh, You're fairly certain it can't see you anymore? Um, This only lasts a minute. Uh, <laughs> I as soon as I see that it's scrambling, do I also lose that feeling of the hunger or whatever? Yes, I'm gonna run forward and just stab it or attack it. Okay, um, uh, since it's 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 essentially staying there, um, it's you stab it and basically you get this torrent of blood and fluids from where you like stabbed it, and it just starts gushing and gushing out at you. Um, you're immune to disease, right? I am. Okay, excellent. Um, uh, eventually it just keeps going. So essentially, the eye deflates, and but as it deflates, it makes it, it starts to coagulate, and it eventually stops. So essentially, you cover the floor with about an inch of fluids and blood from this thing. Mm. That was disgusting but somehow satisfying. I will start to inch my way around it towards the other, towards the exit. <laughs> uh, Theus, roll me a will save. I'll be using Mage Hand to just kind of wipe off whatever crap got on Lokar's shell. Uh, you mean, do you mean a wisdom save? Yes. Uh, 21. Okay. Um, yeah, nothing. You feel a pressure in the back of your head, but eventually it, like, recedes. Okay. My goal is just to get around this thing towards the other side and move towards the exit. Okay. You make your way. You uh, slosh uh, through the, you know, inch of blood and stuff. Make your way. When I wear boots. (laughs) Make your way to the tunnel. So these other pillars don't have the same thing, right? It was just this one? Yes, this one in the center. I'm just making sure. Okay. All right. What else is everybody doing? I'm just going to say, all right, is it time to leave? And I guess I'm going to start walking by Theus. I want to walk up to to Lokar and give him on the back. Nice. Um... And then wipe my his my hand like I cleaned off his shell. 
I was wiping it off with Mage Hand. Wait, what? Uh, Charlie, uh, Charlie, Bardis. Uh, I used person. Mage Hand to wipe off Lokar's shell. Okay. Uh, Bardis, before, um, before moving on, you get, um, a you don't know where it's coming from, but you get this very sudden whiff of a very familiar smell. Uh, it's essentially, it's essentially, you smell, uh, you oh, smell, the rock is cooking? No. You smell a bear, uh, you smell like a bear's musk, a bear's pelt, and it suddenly reminds you of death. Hmm. I'm going to try to see if I can find the sort. Try to find where the source of that smell might be coming from. Okay, roll for my best Wolverine. What do you want me to roll? Um, perception. Um, yeah, perception. You can do perception. Okay. Ooh, that's actually going to be a pretty solid roll tonight. Uh, twenty-one for perception. Like it's kind of hard to make out in the uh, blood and the torrent and the flesh of the walls, but you're pretty sure it's coming from the direction of the tunnel you uh, have to go down. Not the one you came from, but the one that's uh, the exit to this room. Yeah. Is Theus there? Or... Theus is there. Theus, just um, be careful. <clears throat> this place is very Lovecraftian. I'm guessing before Lokar starts moving up then, I'm patting him on the back and i know he wants to move forward but i'll definitely do the the quick and get totally focused on something else and start walking and walk clean past this if he had stopped uh yeah i was gonna wait for everyone else to join us before walking into the tunnel so i guess bar just passes me like with that intent look of like he's looking for something Okay. What do you smell, boy? Where are you going, boy? <laughs> God. Okay, so what is what is the order you guys are going in? Well, if if Bardis is walking straight in, I'll probably follow him because I'm assuming I'm a little weirded out by his sudden urge to move forward. So I'm gonna okay. go forward to help him out. I'll probably be like right behind uh Theus. I say okay. I'll be behind Lokar and Bardis walking through. Okay, so I'll follow up behind Isabel then. Okay, so Puck, you're in last, right? See. Okay. Um, so you all make your way into the tunnel, but Puck, before uh like right when you're at the threshold, you hear um you hear your mother's voice. Um I wouldn't what? <laughs> what do I hear? Um, you hear her uh, saying hello and beckoning you forward. Oh, this is not possible. It's kind of. It's almost. It's almost whispered. Like some words come out like louder than others, but it's going down that tunnel. It's a five foot, yeah. It's a five foot tunnel like the before, and it's actually, it's actually a bit of a tighter squeeze because it's more circular. It's like you're going down uh, a throat or something like that. Thanks. Do you hear whispering? No, 
Not really. Um, this place is really screwy. Why, are you hearing something, Puck? Yeah, I'm hearing woman's voice. I don't hear any women. It's coming from my head, that's all I... Alright, so as you guys are making your way down the tunnel, so Bardis, I'm going to need you to... Um, you're gonna you're making your way down the tunnel. It's still fairly well lit, but you notice uh, along the fleshy walls, essentially all around you, you're getting uh, underneath the flesh. You're getting some hard nubs, and the further down you go, the more the nubs come to the surface, and eventually they're like breaking through. And what you see is a variety of teeth from like fangs to molars to incisors that type of thing um and this it's still pa well it's still passable uh, it's but especially for you um it gets slightly tighter and as you're like going along the wall it's like it, the teeth are scraping against your skin um i'm gonna need you to do like um I'm not going to say, like, dexterity. Uh, give me a dexterity saving throw to see if you can, like, avoid the worst of it. You okay? That is a solid um, seven. Okay, so... Uh, you try to avoid the stuff as best you can, but uh, due to the fleshy the, the fleshy nature of the walls and the floor and everything, and your large size with this consistently shrinking tunnel, you take um, uh, it's not too bad. You take about three points of like biting damage just by doing that. So uh, everybody's going through the tunnel. Uh, roll me a you know a deck save to see about you nimbly trying to get through this. I'll be like finger gunning fangs that might be at hand or knee level. Are we crawling? Uh, no, essentially, like you're almost uh, you're getting to the point where you almost have to squat. Mm. That's a twenty-seven. Okay, so Deus, you definitely make your way around the teeth, right? So it's dex or dex. I don't do well. What'd you get? I rolled a net one plus two. All right, Tony, you um oh sh okay, so that's a three. So I'm gonna have you you're gonna you're gonna like fall. Uh you're gonna try to make your way, but you know but you're gonna fall. fall. Uh, you stumble, essentially, fall oh, forward, okay. and so you scrape against the wall um, where it's left. So I'm going to have you take 2d6 of damage. One, two. So take six biting damage, okay? All right. Oh, God. 16. Okay, uh, you make it. My knee. Uh, Lokar? I'm, you're essentially a... Uh, <laughs> I'm not a... Uh, go ahead and roll. You're gonna, okay. you're, gonna you're gonna have a uh, just due to your size and the size of the tunnel slightly narrowing. I'm gonna give you a disadvantage, especially because a shell. 
Well, it could be like it could be if do you want to be walking like backwards. Well, I have a, a pretty high AC, but what am I rolling for? Like, what's Dex. the set? Dex? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is not going to be good. So at a disadvantage, that makes me a two. Okay, so that's another. You try to make your way, but, you know, with the walls closing closing in around you, you kind of have to, like, you're trying to, like, squeeze through, and some points you, like, lurch forward and you fall, so you also take 2d6. So let me roll that. All right, so uh, you take six biting damage. All right, so uh, eventually, Bardis, uh, you notice that the tunnel starts widening. Uh, the teeth are still as prominent, but um, you ma- you make your way through it, and you open it. You it opens up into this uh, circular room, and the teeth here are absolutely enormous. They're essentially they're stalagmites and stalactites, fangs, molars, incisors, all sorts of teeth just dot both the floor and the ceiling. Uh, is the is it <laughs> to traverse the area or not? Uh, there's enough there's enough space between them that you can uh, you can find a way around them without having to come in contact with them. But you definitely do not want to trip and fall here. Uh, most of the teeth are to you, Bardis, are at least to your, well, frankly, since you're size, they're up to your crotch. Oh, yeah. Everybody, not... everybody, everybody else is more like waist, uh, chest level, so. Ooh, how about that smell? Do I still get that, have that scent? Uh, the scent is getting slightly stronger. Uh, you'll notice it's, you know, it's still lit up in here. There's actually two paths, one diagonally uh, from the entrance, one diagonally going to the left, so basically the northeast, the other one going to the northwest. The smell is, from what you can tell, is more prominent in the northwest. Do I still hear the whispering? Yes. Is it in the same direction that we're moving? Mm Mm-hmm. Hey guys, do you hear whispering? I I asked Deus, but I hear whispering coming from that direction, and I'm pointing. Uh, I, I don't hear anything. The voice is very familiar, but oh. Let's see. Seems like Bardis is following his nose. I think there's yep. something like luring us there, like a trap or something. All right, Lokar, are you in the room now? I assume so. I mean, I was following Bardis, so I guess so. Okay. So as you enter the room to the northwest in the in the tunnel that Bardis seems to be very uh, interested in, you see a vision of impossibility. Okay. You see your son. Okay. Then you blink and he's gone. So I swear there's something going on this way. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, right. I'm just gonna tell everybody to stop and say, this has to be a trap. Yeah, it doesn't seem right. There's, I'm hearing whispering. That the, you heard it? No, I just saw my son ahead of us. 
you um this are you getting any weird vibes here aside from everything i mean you know besides the fact that we're in the belly of some beast was no. it what, no. uh, Lokar, was it in that direction yeah so did so there was a branching point at some point right yeah, in this room, as you, it's a, uh, it's a more of a circular room, but you see at the opposite, uh, you can see basically uh, fifty feet forward, and there's a wall, and to the northwest and the northeast, there is uh, branching paths. Uh, the one to the northeast is larger and basically more accommodating to people, while the one to the northwest seems kind of narrow. I saw uh, my son at the northeast tunnel. And I'm hearing whispering. Northwest, uh, northwest. So basically to the left. You have a son? Okay. Bardis. I did. Bardis. Hmm. Why, are you, why are you so adamantly going this way? There's a smell. I smell something. It doesn't belong here. Yeah, but we're also hearing voices and seeing things in this array. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, so uh, uh, hold on. I saw my son over there to the left. Mm -hmm. That were the no. I'm sorry. I'm kind of telling the group. Um, is that where you hear the voices coming from, Puck? And is that where the smells coming from, Bardis? Yeah, it's well. Well, I can't pinpoint it like a vision, but yeah, it's coming from that way. And I, I swear I've heard the voice, like when I was a kid. But it definitely seems like something is trying to lure us down that hallway. Crap. I think we should go the opposite way. Yeah, I don't like the fact that it's. I mean, your natural reaction would be to go towards your son, right? I mean, I believe that any entity that is attempting to trick me would think that that's the case. I think they're. Tr I think it's trying to appeal to our sense to see where we might um, to, to find some way to lure us in that direction. I have another idea, and I point at the hallway, and I want to throw two Eldritch Blasts down that hallway. Yeah, yours are light-colored, right? Uh, yeah, they're like a bright white. Do I have to duck? <laughs> <laughs> I get you to Depends on how accurate he is. I'm attacking the darkness. <laughs> oh, cool. You're attacking me. But I actually <laughs> have a reason to attack the darkness. My sword's still glowing, right? I mean, I'm yes, still determined yes. in that direction. Um, only temporarily stopped, so I guess if, if Lokar will shoot down there, I will be... And, and if you're in front of me, I would yell, Bardis, duck, and then shoot in that direction. Okay, cool, because otherwise, yeah, I, I just don't miss. <laughs> yeah, I want to I shoot down that hallway, though. Okay. Um, you shoot down that hallway, uh, you see it light it up a distance, and then suddenly it looks like it goes through a barrier of darkness and then just disappears. Like it, It's not like it fades out. It's like it actually hits like a certain point and then just dissipates. Yeah, it just like pff, gets to like cut off. 
And then suddenly you blink, and your son is back in that place. He's also at the other hallway. He's in several places on the ceiling. He's in several places on the floor. And um, he's several places on the wall. And he seems to be just all of them. But all of them are all looking at you. No emotions on their face. Nothing. So there's multiples of it. Not like he's over there, over there, and over there. And it's one of, yeah, you know, pieces or they're individuals. Uh, he sees at least two dozen visions of his son all over the place, all of them okay. staring at him. Um, one's I, very gruesome, one's creepy. I think I just pissed this entire thing off because now I see plenty of visions of my son and they are all over the place. Um, we don't see, yeah? yeah. No, no, uh, you don't see. We don't see this. I don't. Um, I have another idea. I'm going to shoot another Eldritch Blast down the other hallway then. Okay, you shoot an Eldritch Blast down the other hallway. And um, you actually see it go, go, go. And then um, it actually hits a wall because the hallway curves. And you just see singed flesh uh, there. But what you do notice is that all of your sons, they start moving. They went direct. Uh, well, the one closest to you stops in front of you and then just looks up at you, and all the others, uh, seem to, uh, walk towards him and essentially, like, fade into him. So, uh, eventually, once all of them make it there, it's just, like, just, there's just one of him there, uh, there's just one of him standing there. He looks up at you, he goes to open his mouth, and then, uh, from his jawline, he essentially splits in half, and all of his organs, blood, everything looks like he's just being like somebody took the top of his mouth and the bottom of the mouth and just tore him open that way. And he just, uh, the image stays there. Okay. Um, I describe this to the group, um, and then I say, well, the when I threw it when I threw an Eldritch Blast on the left path, it seemed to just vanish. It did not fade. It just seemed to stop. Down the other hallway, it actually hit where the the hallway curves. I'm not sure which one is the right answer, but I don't like the idea of scary, dark, suddenly plunging hallway. Yeah, me neither. Tony, uh, you hear your mother singing. Um, and that is okay. I you heard, is it from the same direction? Well, that's the thing. It's suddenly it's, it slowly gets uh louder and louder and louder, um, and it essentially gets to the point where you can't hear anything else, and it kind. Of, but then suddenly it the tone shifts. And you just hear blood-curdling screams. I cast um, deafness on myself. Uh, all right. Unfortunately, for whatever reason, it doesn't stop it. Uh, and it just... The screaming goes on and 
on and on. And to you, it just seems like it doesn't stop. It goes on uh, for hours. And then suddenly, as, uh, with a snap, it just stops. All right. So while that was happening, Puck was probably holding his ears. You guys probably saw him cast some darkness onto his ears. And he's just wincing and just like, what the hell is going on here? Puck, are you okay? Puck? Uh, you, all of you, all of you noticed that uh, event that this whole thing lasts about uh, five seconds for uh, for you guys, not for Puck. Oh well, then I still can't hear them because <laughs> it lasts a minute. The deafness. Mm-hmm. Puck, are you all right? Can you hear me? I'm Puck. still probably wincing. Probably I don't know track of time. Then, like. It it lasted hours, but now it's done. But it was five seconds, and so I am now in a state where I could not hear them. I guess, but no. Screaming. All right, we need we need to choose a path and get through this place. Can people roll me a perception? Everybody. Uh, yeah, if you want to, you know, just uh, twenty. Oh no, that's persuasion. Uh, twenty. <laughs> Persuade us to go down this hallway. Yeah. <laughs> I will persuade the DM to allow us to go down this hallway and live. Um, I intimidate him with a boop. I got 14. I got, I got a, a 20, 21. Unless it's for 20. sound. Yeah, 21 also. Okay. I automatically fail if it's for sound right now. No, it's uh, okay. So everybody but Tony, which I'll you know forgive him since he's you know currently distracted a bit. Uh, you guys notice something very weird and freaky, uh, going along the floor. Uh, you have to be more descriptive because this whole thing is weird and freaky. It seems like something is slithering underneath the flesh of the floor. I pull out a dagger and try to stab it through the floor. Yeah. All right. By the way, the a bonus thing of that sword of mine is that. If my allies are within 30 feet, they can't be surprised. Okay. Uh, actually, you know what? I'll use the rapier. It has longer depth for stabbing. Mm -hmm. So I'll try to stab it through the floor. Okay. So let me see. Uh, roll for an attack. <laughs> no. Uh, that is a 10. Okay, you do not hit this. Um, uh, as you go for the attack, the thing slithers out of the way, and then um, all at once, it kind of like rips itself out of the floor, and it goes to uh, slap slap you. Uh, let me see. Okay, does a 15 hits no okay so you uh, uh you're both you're both surprised here but uh you know you miss it misses and then uh before any before anything else can happen the thing slithers towards the way you guys came in and it essentially like wraps itself around it and then it kind of ruptures and forms this kind of like mucus uh covering over the place over the way you came in yeah no i don't like this at all 
this is still in that one room we were in that we were trying to pick, figure out which path we were taking. Yes, yeah. essentially the way back is blocked now. You said to the left, we didn't hear anything to the right. We heard something hit like a curved wall. Yeah, you yeah said. There, there, um, I saw to the left, the, the, the spell just disappeared. To the right, it hit a wall. Okay. Uh, you know what I? You know what I have? I have dark vision. I'm sneaky. How would I go scope out the right side? Okay. So I you... go scope. Oh, I will scout that out. Okay. So, uh, you make your way uh to the north uh, east uh way out. Um, if I if I see the players going, I'm gonna follow him. Okay. Uh, I I turn around. If I notice Pug following me, I turn around and I motion for him to not follow. Uh, and I roll a 21 stealth in case anything wants to try and jump me in the darkness. Okay. All right. So 20 stealth. Uh, let me 21. Okay. Let me see. Let me see here. An extra one might matter. Um, let me see. Okay. I'm going to bear with me. Oh, dang. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. So you make your way into the tunnel um, about 15, no, sorry, 20 feet down the tunnel. The tunnel that's where the curve is. Um, so what do we do when you're at that corner? Well, I mean, I'll slowly try. Uh, what do I got in my equipment bag? Anything? Um, how dark is it in here? Um, you notice that it, the tunnel is darker than the rest of the area, uh, but there, uh, but at the, at the end, uh, about like fifty feet down, you can see the outline of light, like a door, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. All right. Uh, I will do my party a favor, and I will cast. Uh, mm, I guess I'll cast dancing lights uh, down this corridor at the, starting from the curve and have it go down the uh, hallway leading to where you said it looks like there is a possibly another door. Okay. Um, as the light passes by, what? Um, roll me your perception. Uh, that's an 18. Okay, so as uh, the dancing lights pass by into this tunnel, you can see weird shapes in the wall. Uh, with your perception, you can see the closest ones there, and what it looks like is um, essentially skeletons and half-rotted bodies embedded in the walls. They're kind of like um, trying to get out. Looks like they were trying to get out of the walls, but they're partially consumed by it. And there's like this clear um, reddish mucus just covering them. Kind of like, you know, slime, but very solid. And they're just look, they look like they're in uh, equal parts you know, trying to escape and in just absolute agony of the bodies that actually have flesh on their faces. Oh, 
Okay, I've seen enough. I'm going to start backing towards the group on this one. Um, those dancing lights are cantrips. So they'll only last for a minute, so they'll be gone probably by the time I get back to the group. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. So uh, I went and I checked out the corridor. And uh, not so great. Which corridor did you go down? The, the one on the right. The one on the right. So the north uh, east. No, uh, the the sense that I was tracking was on the northwest. Yeah, so the northwest, yes. And that's where Lokar shot the. That's shot. where the the blast came, and it just it just like kaput. So to the right, there is a corridor with a door at the end. However, the walls are lined with. Uh, De decomposed and decomposing bodies of what looks like uh, other possible adventurers that have been uh, caught in its walls. Uh-huh. Hmm. Well, so I'm all for checking down. I'm all for checking the left side first. All right. Well, I mean, though, if one area is going to be flesh-eating people pre-digested, because wouldn't the next hallway be the same? I guess I'll go scout out the left hallway then. All right, so uh, you're going to the left hallway now. And I will roll a new stealth check since I just came back to the group. Mm -hmm. uh, that one is even better. That is a 24. Okay. And I will stealth along the left side and see what I see with my elven eyes. Okay, so um, you make your way down there, and uh, the thing is, it looks like once you get like 20 feet in, it looks like the wall, like the path and the wall, everything just stops. There's like nothing beyond it. Like you're just in a solid wall of black. I poke the solid black wall. Um, it's oh, you, know, you know what? You know what? You know what? No, 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 uh, no! Don't do it with your fingers, Thaves. I poke it with the edge of my rapier. Okay. So what we have here is you poke it with the edge of your rapier, and um, it goes in about it goes in a far away. There's there's it's viscous, but there's very little resistance, but like after a couple of seconds, uh, the, the wall starts to ripple, and um, a tentacle shoots out. Let's see. Let's see if I can roll. If, let's see if I can roll an attack worth a damn. No, I'm not a Japanese schoolgirl. Yamate. Yamate. All right, so I'm guessing a Yamate. Yamate. I'm guessing a thirteen doesn't hit. No. Okay. How about the next two? Oh no! I got one is a twenty-two. Twenty-two will hit. The other one is a twenty-one. Those will both hit. Okay, so. Let's see. First one you first hit you get um eight damage bludgeoning. 
Second hit, you get 15 damage bludgeoning. Can you make me a constitution saving throw? Hold on. You just took out like a third of my health. Um, constitution saving throw. That's a 15. Okay. All right. So I will, I'll just let you know now. Uh, you made it. So, yay. yay! <laughs> not, not, not dying. No. Um, however, if I will, I will now take, if I may, I will take the opportunity to disengage the uh, wall that is attacking me with tentacles, and I will run back to the group, and I will go. I will run back to the group. <laughs> All right. So as you run back, uh, the tentacles also recede. They slowly slither back into the darkness. You know what, guys? The other hallway is not looking so bad. So that was the hallway that I suggested that he went down? The one the one with the uh, macabre uh, death statues, that's to the right. The one with uh, every hentai since the 1990s uh, to the left. So... Yeah, I got attacked on the left side by this black mass with tentacles. I do not recommend it. Okay. Uh, I'm feeling I'm, I'll, I'll live for now. Okay. So. Turning into Grandpa Simpson. <laughs> Alright, so. Choices, choices. Don't forget your potions, man. Uh, I'll 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 hold on to it for now. How how hurt are you, Thaves? I'm feeling like a 41 out of 64, so I'll live for a bit. <laughs> That's very specific. Um, I oh. can I'll do a cure wounds on Thaves at least. Okay. Oh, we oh. haven't rested since we did um, Tyrant, right? Uh, I would like to think that we rested. I'll give it. I'll give you guys a rest. I'll give you guys a rest. Okay, that gives me spell slots. All right. Um. Yeah. So hold on. Let me give you a cure wounds. Ooh, ten points of healing. You're my favorite. Since we don't have our healer with us, I guess I gotta play healer. Multitask, multi tool. All right, you guys hear a very wet sort of sound, like something is rupturing out of something very fleshy. Uh, if y'all would like to look to your left, where they where Theus just got his uh, tentacle hand tied, um, uh, you see uh, not three tentacles, but like twelve slowly oozing out. I vote we go to the right. Right sounds good. Great. I start moving towards the right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Very much agreed. I'll cast a a, a uh, minor. Okay, so a uh, quick question. We have um, Isabel or Flick or which? Is it Flixel? She, Is it Flixel? She's she, BRB. Yeah, no, she's no, 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 I, I know. Uh, they use? 
We got Puck, we got Lokar, and we got Bardis. Just want to make I sure mean, I have... that's the party. That's the party, yes. Okay, so... Okay, let's roll something here. Uh, I, Steve, I don't want to seem like it's picking on you, but <laughs> I rolled and it came up uh, your number. Um, can, um, how good's your grapple? Uh, it depends. Can I use acrobatics? You know what? Yes. Depends. Can I change my backstory to make it sound like I came from a circus? Uh, 17. Okay. Rolling. Alright, so um, one of the tentacles shoots out and tries to grab at you. You definitely like, since you had your previous um, uh, experience with the hentai, you definitely get out of the way. Um, and, you know, they just start, you know, they just start like undulating towards you guys and uh, you notice um that the tentacles you know more and more are coming oozing out of the darkness yeah like i'm not waiting around for the rest of the group at this no. point i'm i'm making my way to the right yeah and i cast a little um minor illusion of Theus since it seems to like him uh mm -hmm. towards the wall uh opposite side us and then go okay. away. All right. So um, everybody's making their way to the other tunnel, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sticking I mean, around that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So as you guys make it in there, the tentacles get faster and faster. And um, I'm guessing at this point you guys are booking it. So as you make your way into the hallway, you make that turn. You turn to the right. Uh, and as all of you make your way past the first very macabre um, example of what happened to people in here before, uh, the tentacles kind of like stopped short. They were getting faster and faster and faster, and then they just like stopped. Um, and you basically see them slowly recede. And back around the corner until you can't see them again. All right, door, door sounds. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm not even gonna wait to stop. I'm gonna keep going towards the door. Yeah, I'm going with. Okay. Um, um. As you guys are making it through the hallway, it's about fifty, sixty feet. Um, can you guys make me a perception? Certainly. Certainly. Stay in my head all night. Ten. All right. Anybody? Uh, just anybody above an eighteen. Sound off. Twenty-four. Okay. I rolled an eighteen. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, Tony, what was yours? Let's see. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. So, Theus and Bardis, what you see is that as you're passing by these bodies, you notice that um. Uh, some of them, you know, are still within a certain state of rot. They still have, you know, faces, and they still have eyeballs. And you notice that the eyes are following you guys. That's creepy. Um, they're following. Just, 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 just don't pay them any attention. Just go to the door. 
to the door. Okay, now I'm totally curious. I'm going to use my divine sense or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, I can't hold the push to talk and scroll. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to use my divine sense to see if there's anything undead. Celestial fiend undead within 60 feet. Celestial fiend or undead. Nothing in that category. Great. This is just creepy, not not just undead. All right. Uh, as you guys say, you guys are about halfway down the tunnel, where when one of the more skeletal of the remains, uh, kind of like detaches itself uh, from the wall, and essentially like the mucus uh, becomes way more liquidy, and it bars your path, and um, it essentially opens its mouth and you see from the wall an eye roll up its spine and into its mouth. The skeleton opens its mouth and the eye, similar to the one you saw when you first walked in, the giant one, an octopus eye, it just like looks at all of you. Can I just reflexively shoot it? I'm gonna I'm gonna say to the group, hey guys, good luck. I already checked it's not undead. You can still uh, cut it with your sword. All right. Um, uh, what do you want to shoot it with? I'm going to shoot it with the Eldritch Blast, that, the push one. Get it the hell away from us kind of thing. Okay. Uh, remind me, how does that one work? Because I'm not familiar um, with it. Pretty much, um, I pretty much swing my sword and a black bolt of energy goes to hit it. And uh, if I hit, I push it back 10 feet per blast. Okay, roll to hit. Sorry, I forgot what my blast action was. <laughs> it's a plus eight, okay. So that's a 21 to hit the first one. Okay, um, you hit. All right, and essentially, um, you don't need to roll. Da- you don't need to roll damage, Tony. It um, the slime around it ruptures. The skeletal remains fall. The eyeball goes flying. Um, though you guys are do get a fresh wave of new liquidy, horrible stuff that splatters you. Even if it was pushed away. Well, yeah, but I'm imagining when you hit the thing, just kind of like exploded. Now the skeleton, that thing went flying. Uh, the eyeballs, like doing a bouncy ball right now. Sorry about that. Panic, panic trigger. <laughs> um, I was plenty far away from that, though, right? This, this, this douche. Um, I well, you got maybe like a droplet of it on your cheek. Okay. Enough to make you look like, ew, 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 it's touching me. All right. Um, I'm going to keep an eye on the walls. Make sure no more pop off. You're going forward, yeah? All right. No more? No more. Yeah. Back is tentacles. No good neither? Yeah. Yeah. As you make your way to the other end of the hall, you'll notice, like, um... Water 
Um, it smells just as terrible as the rest of the place, but you guys are starting. It starts as you make it further away. We go down the hallway. Uh, the water level rises as if you're going down into water. All right. Is it water? Yeah. It feels like water. It there. It there is a slight uh, greenish tint to it, like. You can still see through it. It's clear enough to see. You can still see that there's, you know, flesh on the ground. You, you just guys are just covered in nothing but flesh. Um, but there is like a greenish, like stuff floating in it that it's not completely clear. I take a copper piece and I flip it into the liquid. All right, it uh, sinks to the bottom. Who, who did that sound effect? That was yeah, perfectly timed. Uh, I, I, I uh, that was completely unintentional because I'm uh, drinking a nice uh, angry orchard and uh, that was the uh, back water going back in the back bottle. So. That, that was perfect. <laughs> I, I don't even I don't even know that I, I, I did not intend you that at all. Think we have to edit this crap. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Well, I guess I'm down a copper, which is fine. Um, I mean, you can reach in and get it. No. Ew. No, that's that's okay. Already have to walk through it. That's more than enough. Don't want to bend over into it. Okay, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. Um, you guys make it to the threshold of the door where you see the light. Um, do you guys go through it? Well, yeah, probably. There's nothing good. The other I don't way. know who's leaving anymore. But I'd probably be charging forward. I'd be all right. Uh, Lokar, I, you... I, I was about to say I'm perfectly okay with just following Lokar's lead. Yeah. Okay. So Bardis, Puck, and Lokar. Uh, as you make your way through the threshold, um, those feelings you had before, all the senses, like Tony, you're hearing, um. Lokar, your visions of your son, um, Bardis, the smell, um, they intensify. Uh, it, was it screaming or singing again? I can't remember what state yes. it's in right now. What, yes. What, which one now, is it? Well, is it screamo? Metal? It's, it's, it's like going up and down. It's like coming in and out. It's much more intense, but it, it's not constant. It's like reverberating. Like you're like standing and the sound waves are just rolling over you. Is it singing uh, Bardis, or screaming though? Yes. What? <laughs> uh, it's a yeah, it's a it's a combination. Bardis, you in particular, you feel like something is raking claws across your chest. You feel the flesh splitting the skin like tearing apart the muscle going into the bone but when you look down you can't see it nothing is happening and the smell uh, and that uh smell of the bear is just getting it's like overwhelming it's almost as if the thing is on top of you oh um uh he reacts obviously in pain so oh, oh uh. And um, look around. Like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. uh, Lokar, uh, uh, what you see is uh, you're in a room. It's uh, right now, uh, the part of the room that you're in is 
cover the floor is covered with water it's still you know it's and there's a strange light it's much brighter than it was in the other parts of the dungeon and on the surface of the water you see your son's face reflected and then suddenly it kind of like uh his mouth opens up and seemingly just not from underneath but from the surface of the water um a tentacle flies up and uh tries to attack you remember be careful i mean i'm gonna attempt to react and attack it okay just roll like a regular attack on it yeah just go for a regular attack uh i missed anyway because i only rolled like an 11. I'm going to assume, hold on, oh wait, that a 13 doesn't hit it? Uh, 13 will not. Basically, you... I get to attack for action, do I get to try again? Okay, go ahead. That's cocked. Uh, 17 to hit it. Uh, you do hit it. Okay, so what happens is that, uh, roll the damage. That is a 7 plus 5, so that is going to be uh, 12. Okay, so uh, 12 damage. Good to know, good to know. Okay, so um, uh, uh, you miss uh, the first like like stab at it, but then you bring it uh, down on the tentacle, and it like splits in it it just like you cut off that section of the tentacle but uh it and it falls but the tentacle goes back into your son's mouth and your son's this vision of your son disappears and the piece that you cut off falls into the water but it doesn't break the surface and it just seems to kind of like melt into it like no resistance nothing it just falls into it and there's nothing underneath and once again, you can still see the you know floor at the bottom of this water, even though it's kind of like green and murky. And you can't see the piece that you just cut off. Great. But I somehow cut the tentacle, so that's all good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's see. Um... Uh, Bardis, can you make me a wisdom save? I could roll one, but making it's a whole other story. Go for it. <laughs> and that one plus zero. Uno. Okay, good to know. And as Mr. Miyagi. Okay, suddenly, um, quick question. Do you know deep speech? I do not. Okay. Regretting Uh, it was common. I can't read it. Giant in thieves can't, but yes. That's right. Yeah, we missed, uh, or you missed last time. Um, We pretty much have established at this point that, were you here for that one? I remember that Bardis is fact illiterate no i did not i was not but whatever as long as there's no reading involved okay 
All right, so uh, you feel something looks like get inside your head, and this sound, it might be words, might be language, it might just be some sort of like cosmic nails on a chalkboard, but it is over, it's in your head. And for some reason, you're, you kind of like it? Ooh, like rage goosebumps? Uh, no, uh, kind of like charmed goosebumps. Oh. <sighs> Are you peeing in here? <laughs> it's it's not up to that. It's not that far up. Okay. Okay. Like sweet, like loving look on my face, or like the empty eyes now. Uh, you essentially right now, um, you're under somebody's control, and you can't take reactions. Okay. Oh. I'm not peeing in here, are you? <laughs> Quiet, Tony. All right, so let's see. That's one, two, three. Um, but not. And for some reason, you feel, Charlie, you feel compelled to go towards the center of the room. Because I have no ability to, I will not resist going to the center of the room. All right. But this is a. There's a room. I thought we were in a hallway like thing. You, know, you just passed you just passed the threshold to the light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah. Oh, okay, so, so it's oh, another room immediately, no hallway? Yeah, it's it's not it's just another the hallway led to this room. Uh, I already described part of it to Lokar, but now that you're you know the other like uh, mental or stuff has subsided, what you notice is that you're in a large room like a hundred by a hundred feet wide. Um, the flesh here doesn't quite cover everything. Like, uh, the floor is covered completely, but, uh, and some of the ceiling is, but some of the walls, uh, you can still see the graystone of the facilities that you've been used to up until now. And, um, uh, some, there are, uh, more teeth. They've actually, they're the largest you've seen. They're actually like the mat, like I said, these guys actually tower over Bardis. And, but there is a singular point of light. It looks like there's a hole in one of the, in the ceiling, and it just seems like natural sunlight is uh, pouring in. But we went further down than, we went pretty far down, it felt, right? Mm hmm. Guys, that, that can't be. Outside. Plus, it was like really dark clouds and stuff outside. Mm-hmm. Is that the and? room doing that? Mm -hmm. Um. Uh. Well, you don't know. You can't exactly. You're on the edge of the room, so you don't actually know. Uh, it looks like sunlight, and you don't actually you buy all you know intelligence and logic that you are absolutely correct. Uh, this shouldn't work, but. It's there. Is there more exits to this room? All right. You don't actually see one just yet. Um, what you do notice is that this thing is intermittently filled with like pools of water. Uh, it doesn't cover the entire floor. Like um, there's a pool of water about 20 feet wide near the door where you're at. And, um, and then there's like 
uh, flesh overtakes water and then water, you know, once again is uh, more pools. Uh, though where the light is shining, there is this big, uh, like 30 foot wide pool. Artist. Where are you going? Do I respond? <laughs> um, yeah, um, you can if you want to, because uh, you're compelled to go there. But you're and this thing is not compelling you not to do other stuff. It just wants whatever compulsion is getting you there. It just wants you to come towards the center. Or here, definitely like slower, more deliberate speech and. Um points towards the center of the room, like, weakly points to the center of the room. What is here? Um, well, uh, you hear, uh, Charlie, inside your head, you hear that sound again, but since you obviously don't know the language, you don't really know. It just sounds like a bunch of, it's a combination of uh, TV static and the screams of the damned. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, just uh, continue on. Uh, okay. Just um, all right. So, Bardis, you make your way to the pool. You wade in there. It's um to you. It pro it goes up to like uh, mid calf. So it doesn't. If you're wearing boots, it doesn't really go over your boots. If they're knee high, but I digress. And. As you, you know, break the surface of the water, stepping in slowly out of the water, rise. Can you a blast for a tentacle? Um, well, it's not a tentacle. It, it, it seems just, like. Just anything coming out the water? Um, sure. Uh, what rises out of the water is a large and i mean large large size creature um to make it easier for everybody you know listening at home it kind of looks like a squid um uh but the head of the squid is you know the top of the head is facing towards you guys and it has uh three tentacles coming out the back of it um it's um uh, you notice that one of its tentacles is actually um, like severed. It looks like it's missing a chunk of it, and but uh, it's just and it just starts floating there above the water. Um, before anybody can say anything, uh, the top of the head splits open into like a tricorner mouth. Uh, think of like the uh, sandworms from Dune where it kind of like flowers out and uh from there uh crawls uh like kind of like a desiccated corpse where essentially it's just barely flesh and muscle covering skeleton it's incredibly thin and it just kind of like tunnels its way out of this thing's mouth and then just hangs from its mouth it goes it goes completely limp uh and it just kind of like Floats there for a second. My ready to blast. Mm-hmm. I can shoot it. 
Okay, uh, roll two. Can you just tell him to roll a two? That's a 24 to hit. Okay, so... Um, okay, that does hit. Uh, how much damage do you do? Five damage and push it back ten feet. Okay. Um, let's see. Five damage. All right. So it lifts up one of its tentacles. And I do it again. I get two. Okay. Okay. Seventeen to hit. And that's uh, that's uh, is that a beam or that's just a hit? It's a beam to hit. It's to hit. Okay. Uh, yes, that does hit. Five more damage. And then I might as well quicken it and do it again. Okay, go ahead. While he's doing this, I'm going to draw my bow. Mm -hmm. That's a 14 to hit. All right. Uh, that does not hit. And a 23 to hit. That does hit. Four damage. Okay. And so you... 10 more feet back. Okay. So um, you are hitting it, but uh, the thing brings up its tentacles each time it hits, and you just see them just, you know, get, like, blasted away. Uh, he doesn't get pushed back. The tentacles seem to kind of, like, absorb the, the kinetic force of it, but they still do take, he is taking damage. Um, so you did, like, a total of 19 to hit, right? Uh, I think it was a uh, 5, 5, and... Four, so fourteen so damage. Where what hit and so and I pushed back three of the tentacles, but it didn't push itself back. Yeah. So essentially, you just see these things flailing. So suddenly, the uh, desiccated uh, corpse in the mouth uh, shoots up, and uh, but he's not like right side up. He's like looking at you all upside down, and um, you see him turn to Bardis now. Let's see. Let's see, uh, Bardis, quick thing here. Un, deux, trois. Uh, you take. Um, let's see, eleven psychic damage. Alrighty. All right. So, let's see. Uh, you can repeat your saving throw. <laughs> Roll one again. Uh, five. Okay, no. I thought there's okay. No, not no. You're still charmed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, and Makes yeah, sense. and then suddenly, yeah, but uh, Tony, since you're the one doing the blasting, you're mostly paying attention to the damage you've done. You see, um. Uh, slow, like some of the damage on the tentacles begin to uh, reverse itself. Like where once there was singed flesh and such, uh, it's kind of becomes whole again. Not all of it, but some of it. Looks like this thing heals. Well, we can't be having that. You got fire? Alright, uh... so everybody... Uh, roll for initiative. I get to roll for initiative. There's my um, actual 20 for the night on initiative. 
Okay, one second, let me get my word pad out. Let's see. Wow, that was poopy. Tony, you need to stop rolling on this. It's just terrible. That was advantage, too. God dang, Tony. No, it's not too bad. Okay, let's see. Oh, there it is. All right, so let's see here. Tony, you got six? Yeah. You can put a low card right next to that six. Who has the higher dexterity? Uh, mine's mine's 14. Uh, mine's eight. So negative one modifier. Last. Okay. Uh, Charlie, what'd you get? Uh, am I am I drooling? Do I um, drool for initiative? Um, you can still like you can still you are self-aware enough to know that you're under something, uh, something's control, but it's just got a very solid hold on your mind. So you can roll initiative, but you'll have to uh, take a disadvantage. And um, the thing is, uh, Bart, uh, one thing you notice is that you are compelled not to attack this thing. You can do other stuff, but you're compelled not to do this thing harm. Okay. Well, I get, so I get advantage on, initiative so then with this advantage a roll one roll i got a 20 so hey look i drool first <laughs> okay theus you said you rolled in that 20 on yours how much is that a total uh 23 23 sorry okay one second mm. okay finish is 11 Okay. All right. So we got and uh, Sarah, did you roll? Uh, sixteen. Okay. Sixteen. Okay. Okay. So we have our initiative order. Okay. So first is Zeus. Uh, I'm gonna look at your notes in the channel. I think this might be. I mean, we've already been going for like an hour and forty-five minutes. We probably should break. Yeah, I was, uh, I was just making sure I had everything written down. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, this would be a good place to stop. This is uh, fairly good. So, all right. So, <laughs> what uh, are these guys in for now? Uh, will the vision stop with the defeat of this monster? Will they defeat this monster? Are there more surprises, environmental or otherwise, coming up? I don't know. I'm making this up as I go along. Um, just tentacles, tentacles, tentacles. That's all I know. Davis well, and Isabel are just standing around going, what is up with these other guys seeing and hearing shit? Mm-hmm. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> all right, so, please, if you can, if you want to, if we've entertained you enough, join us on the next episode of the Flux Campaign. Uh... We hope to see you there. Um, I'm having a lot of fun doing this. I'm having a lot of fun freaking out my compatriots. And I hope you're having a lot of fun watching me have fun having fun doing this. So if you like us, uh, Steve, do you do usually do the social media thing? 
I do. And if you like us, you can find us on Instagram and the Facebooks at Infinities End Gaming. And you can find us at Infinities EG on Twitter. Also, we have now posted our Discord channel on the Facebook group. Come on and hang out with us. Yeah, our Discord is semi-legit now. Yeah, we actually like talk on there and everything. So you can come join us and hang out and ask questions and yeah, just have fun. Uh, f- uh, full disclosure, I was like on vacation for this entire thing. So suddenly I came back and Discord is like lit up like a Christmas tree. So I have no idea what's going on. And these That's are the th- probably for the best. In this campaign, <laughs> these thoughts are what you think of while on vacation? I had we to- need to talk you're doing on vacation. Yeah, I was having a lovely time with my wife and two daughters and just... And just thought of... of fleshy byproducts and rooms. Things and... Yes. <laughs> what can I say? I like, uh, I like my cosmic horror. I like my other type of horror. I like atmosphere. Just picture when you're looking at your wife. You know what you're making me think of? Tentacles. <laughs> She looks uh, on that in note. his eyes and goes, well, I'm thinking about buying that next skeleton piece for the front yard. She is. She's actually talked about getting four of them. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I think that's it. Have a good evening, everybody. Good evening, Bye, everybody. guys. Bye.